Hey, good morning, everybody. Uh, I'm here with another episode of Cosplay Bites, the show all about cosplay commentary, conventions, and just topics related to cosplay. Um, you guys can listen to this on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, for, this is my second episode for February, and with me, I've got my friend, Stephanie. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so yeah, she goes by Sutafani Ruzu online everywhere, and um, yeah. So this main, mainly, we're gonna start talking about Katsukon, but before that, um, there hasn't been much of a gap between episodes, so I'm probably gonna be spewing the same stuff I did last time. But um, I've been celebrating. Uh, the 28 Days of Black Cosplay hashtag on my blog all month long. So, like, every feature for February. Um, I'm not counting the one I did on February 1st. That doesn't count. That doesn't count. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, it's ending this week with uh, Jihatsu's uh, Charlotte Katakuri from One Piece. And then I got an interview... This coming Friday with Libby Cole cosplay, and then starting in March, I'm going to start writing up all my Katsukan uh, write-ups, but we're probably going to get all into that later on. Um, PAX East is going to be my next convention at the end of March, so that'll be fun, and uh, just a quick... Shout out to all of my patrons that are supporting me on Patreon. We got uh, Shaylin, Noah, Nicole Marie Jean, Coralia Jade, Kat Yuska Moonfox, Oh My Sophie, and Mink the Seder. So, with all that out of the way and being said, oh, yeah, let's. Uh, Let's just get into it with the main topic. So, uh, Stephanie, you went to Katsukan. Yes, I did. Uh, the whole weekend, right? Yep. We got in um, Thursday evening. So we were there Thursday through Sunday. Okay. So, uh, yeah. I'll, uh, how was it? Good. Really good. I'm really glad uh, that I was able to do a fun cosplay that I was proud of. Because for a little while it was seeming like I don't, I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to pull anything, anything fun off. I had surgery, so. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Did the surgery go well? Yeah, everything went well. I'm really happy I, I went through with that. Yeah. Um, so you went the whole weekend, uh, how many outfits did you bring? I brought three, uh, cosplays. I did an armor Friday and Saturday, and then Sunday I just went pretty comfy. Just a low-key kind of costume. Okay. Uh, I think one of them was toothless, right? Yeah, Toothless I did on Saturday uh, with Mirami Cosplay. She did the um, Light Fury. Okay. And then 
I remember correctly, you did your Ebon Blade outfit from BlizzCon. Yes. With no body paint this time around. So that must have been a huge relief. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. I loved the body paint, and I was so happy with it when I got to do it at BlizzCon. But body paint, like, having really nice body paint done is very expensive. And it's also a huge hassle to get off if you're using alcohol-based because it it doesn't rub off throughout the day, which is awesome. But as soon as you want to take it off, it's a huge pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, and then it takes God knows how long to get it on you, yeah. depending on how much you want covered. Like um, or two, maybe? I can't remember. Right. Um, so yeah, there was a, I mean, I was, I didn't go for reasons. I had to be an adult and save, save, I had to save my money, but, uh, yeah, I just, what? I just left. Oh. I'm going to have to do that pretty soon here myself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Um. So I was I was just staring at photos from my laptop as they were being posted. Um, so uh, yeah, tell us about how the con was for you, like just stuff you did, people you saw, cosplays you really liked. Um, it was pretty good. Uh, <clears throat> we got in and so Friday or Thursday, yeah, we got in and I ended up staying with. It's Booba Fett. And okay. We had been like mutual followers for a while, and like we saw each other in passing at cons, always very friendly and stuff, but I never like got to actually hang out with her a little bit. So getting to like room with her was kind of nice over the weekend. Um, <clears throat> it was really fun. I got to meet her and one of her friends, Emma. Um, I was nervous about having to room with someone I didn't know because we were sharing a bed. And she was super, super sweet. Um, yeah. And so Friday was the Evan Blade meetup. And super cold. I mean, I can't complain, though, because it could have been a lot colder. <laughs> but it That's, didn't, yeah. didn't help being down by the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. The wind, it was just, the wind chill is the worst. Yeah, that's what David was telling me about, um in the last episode where he was like, everyone was so up in the air about the weather and like flights being delayed and whatnot. And then like, he, he told me he was wearing a tank top. So I was like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Well in like midday, like around like 12 or like one, you know, when the sun's out and it's like at its peak, it was pretty, it was pretty toasty out there. It was really nice. Yeah. um, the Ebon Blade. I don't. I don't know how I missed the group shot. We. I got down there at two, and we went and took some group photos, and and then we did some solos. And I thought I had hit up just about everybody that was around in the area for like photographers, like bumping around. So I was like, all right, I'm gonna go get out of this cosplay because the wig was just blowing everywhere and getting tangled. <laughs> So I was like, I'm going to go get out of this costume. And then later, everybody was posting up the group shot. And I was like, wait, I thought I did those. <laughs> but Oh, no. 
I wonder if they retook some some of those group shots because we we crossed over this fence to go take the photos and um a little a couple of people like were a little uneasy about it because we weren't sure if we were allowed to be over there so maybe they didn't want to post those ones I don't know but <clears throat> yeah and then we headed on back um I did do a personal vlog myself for the weekend uh, I, I only posted on Patreon until the anniversary of that con, and then it'll go live next year on my YouTube channel, so. Okay. But, um, so that was Friday, and then Friday night we went to, that's another reason I didn't do body paint, was because I did Chandra's on Friday, and then that evening we went to the MGM uh, felt party. Right, right, yeah. And that was fun. We had a table with uh, Kate Sarkissian. Okay, yeah. And it was just nice. I got to meet Hendo Art and um, who's the other one? Adeline Frost. Oh, yeah. I, I've seen those two mentioned a lot in my social media feed and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, they're so nice. Oh, my gosh. It's so awesome to, like, meet all the cosplayers in the community you just see everybody's work and how like they have their own unique styles and stuff but... yeah that's that's the one thing i liked about katsukon going the last couple of years because it's like it, it was one con where a lot of people from all over the the country came to um i know yeah. last year i was able to meet uh rachel nicole severia cosplay uh jenna Lynn Meowry was there. Um, I would have, I would have loved to have met uh, it's Booba Fett. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. She really is. Oh yeah, God. yeah. I love her red hair so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so bright. I'm like, it, oh, it looks. See you from afar. It looks good on her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, let's think. So that's Friday, and then Saturday, uh, we woke up a little bit late <laughs> from the previous night, and uh, partying too hard. <laughs> a little bit. Right, <laughs> 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 we were now. Uh, I have such a struggle with contacts, <laughs> so my friend was helping me get them in, and we. I think that made such a big difference in that cosplay, though. I feel like, I don't know, if you looked at, like, if you look at Toothless's color scheme, it's black. And the only color, pop of color, is his eyes. So I was like, it's, I have to wear the contacts. But we got him in, and uh, we got down there. And we, we got down to take pictures, like, just in time for, like, the golden hour and, like, sunset oh yeah that's what i was gonna say speaking of people that came from like out of the country and stuff um i'm not sure where he's located but i know that most of his videos are not in the united states so um capture the prince i think or no no it's rescue the princess on youtube he um he does a lot of really good videography work and after we were getting a bunch of shots in our uh, Light Fury and Night Fury, and he handed uh, my friend uh, Mirami a card 
and she's like oh my gosh she's like you're uh rescue the princess like we didn't realize that it was him and i'm so stoked that i got to work with him hmm. and the sleepy muse nico she did absolutely incredible getting like she only sent me back one photo so far so i could post one for the how to train your dragon release um but it's beautiful and i'm so excited to get the rest of those photos back like i'm really impressed that she only sent me one photo back and i just absolutely love it because i am such a critic of my work and pictures taken of me so i'm like super stoked she made you look good she did a good <laughs> a very good yeah yeah i don't think i've heard of those two people before yeah you should look oh my gosh yeah you have to look up their uh their work yeah um and then let's see so, oh, I did forget my fangs, though. I brought them, but I just forgot to put them in. I was going to wear fangs for Toothless. Oh, uh, okay. But I guess, per se, maybe the fangs wouldn't have been accurate anyways, because he either has no teeth or he has a bunch of teeth, and they're all kind of pointy a little bit. They're like, they're not flat like human teeth, but... I, it may not make sense to just have two fangs, so I guess maybe it's a good thing I didn't wear them. <laughs> right. <laughs> People were commenting on my photo like, oh no, like, you posted a toothless photo, but you're smiling. I'm like, yeah, but toothless has, like, retractable teeth, so sometimes he's got teeth. <laughs> right. <laughs> I actually didn't realize that he goes like electric blue i was like oh that would have been kind of cool to incorporate some lights and stuff because in the second movie i had only seen the first one and i watched the second one to get ready to go see the third and i was like oh my gosh that's so cool he's such a cute character i absolutely this is probably up there with like some of my favorite costumes yeah yeah, I don't think I've ever... I think I saw the first movie, but I forgot about it. I didn't really pay attention. Like, I I read the books when I was younger, but, I mean, the movie, yeah. didn't, the movie didn't leave, like, a lasting impression on me from what I remember. Because I know I did see the first one at least. Yeah. The newest one's really, really good. Yeah. I saw that. <laughs> yeah. Um, I am just such a sap. I was so emotional. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to like I don't know like pets and like animals that are near and dear to you I don't know because like Hiccup and Toothless's relationship I don't know you guys just you'll have to go see it I'll have to go see it yeah maybe one day yeah <laughs> <laughs> but oh my gosh it's so funny like as far as costumes go I didn't realize what I was getting into I mean I made my toothless cosplay in ten days. That's why they oh call it crunch. <laughs> yep. But um so the hardest parts are never the armor pieces. The, the armor always looks the most impressive, but to be quite honest, the wings, the top, and the tail were the worst because they were all sewing. That tail alone. I, I was able to gauge this because I was posting my 
progress on Snapchat all night from the moment I started to the moment I finished. Yeah. That tale alone took me 10 hours to make. Oh my god. I was really happy with it though. So. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, that could have been such a disaster. It could, yeah, it could have. <laughs> um Yeah, I get so <clears throat> the you wind... did your... Okay, go. Yep. I just want to hit on this really quick because my friends are super awesome and they're designers and they're just going to help out the community so much. So the wings that we had for our Toothless and Light Fury, um, I initially got them from Amazon because they were quite cheap. They were about $20, but okay. it, it seems since then they've upped the price to like $50 and it seems a little ridiculous, but... Huh. I was able to use the wing mechanism from my Meta Knight for my Toothless. Okay, yeah. Basically just made covers, new covers out of new um, material for the wings. So the one side is sewn and the other side is Velcro. So I can like take them off and change them out. So my friends made... Um, their own wings and she's gonna start selling them so if you like my Meta Knight wings or my toothless wings and you're looking for wings for a cosplay you should hit up a mirami cosplay uh or 40 44 studios uh cleveland i think is his other handle um her boyfriend alex also is the designer they have like scout fly cages and stuff for monster hunter they make all sorts of stuff so if you're looking for wings they just designed the whole mechanism that we used for ours <laughs> all right there you go In inside scoop for cosplayers listening to this episode <laughs> <laughs> um anything else about toothless that you wanted to talk about because i know they're like i have it on my little notes over here that to talk about the outfits that you uh, made and brought um any other like uh difficult parts or like fun parts about toothless that you wanted to talk about um let me think uh no not particularly it was a really fun costume it's honestly it's I feel like it reflects in my work a lot, too, when I get to work on something where I really like the character and I feel very in my element in the costume. Yeah. Toothless in particular, I really love, like, we decided to do a Viking theme because, um, like, the community in the How to Train Your Dragon movies, they're all Vikings. So yeah. We did a lot of fur, a lot of leather, like Viking horns and pelts and stuff like that. I loved the style and I love black. <laughs> black like <laughs> so I love black. So really... <laughs> it was just very me. It was a very me costume. Very you costume. Okay, yeah. That's great to hear. And then your Ebon Blade, uh, Chandra's, that was, a. so, I mean, you did that last year. Yeah, I did that at BlizzCon, and I was actually, I was glad that they did another meetup, because I don't know if I would have worn that cosplay again. It's so funny, you work so hard on these costumes, and you wear them, like, once or twice. 
<laughs> and then never again. <laughs> yeah, that's why you hope. You can only hope to get like really good photos while you're out in them. So. Yeah. Did uh. So is it because like wearing costumes, like toothless or like Chandra's, like you wear them once or twice? Is that because like they're such a hassle to get into? <laughs> to be quite honest, the main reason you only wear them once or twice is well, I'm just. I'm always on to the next thing. I'm like, all right, that was fun. I loved the costume. If I got a couple good pictures, I'm happy. It's like, it's my showcase of my artwork that I made and I can move on. But um, the other reason is that like, I, I very much am a person that wants to move on to a new project. So when I come home or when I yeah. get cosplay, a lot of stuff breaks or chips or, you know, you got to... If you want to rewear a costume, you'll have to like touch it up. Oh yeah. And a lot of the times I'm too lazy to go back and fix things to wear an old costume. No, that's understandable, yeah. I'd rather just start something new. But I would be willing to go back and fix like fix some like belts and buckles and things just so I could wear a costume if I didn't get pictures that I'm happy with. <laughs> Yeah, no, I'm just I'm just thinking about myself because like I wear prompto pretty much every convention because it doesn't take too much. Like the only touch up that I would have to do is get a friend to help me touch up his wig. Yeah, but like there's nothing too complex about it. And like I have my new uh, Kingdom Hearts three Riku that I'm probably gonna debut uh, at New York Comic Con. I was I was debating PAX East, but since I'm only going for a day because that's what um. That's what that's what not going to Katsukon allowed me to do. Like go to a more local con for just a day. Yeah. And I'm thinking I'm only going for a day at PAX East to like maybe buy stuff, see friends. I don't want to worry about my cosplay. Yeah, that's understandable, especially PAX East. It's not a big cosplay con, and it's more of a con you like want to go and have fun and look at all the games and developers. Yeah. <clears throat> If I was going for more than one day, yeah, I would bring it. But, like, I'm only going for one. But, like, stuff like my Aquaman cosplay, like, I only wore him twice. And I'd like to wear him again, but that would involve me, like, fixing up his armor because, like, the paint's chipping off. And I got to reapply the Velcro and... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's just things you don't foresee because I am I crunch a lot of my costumes, so... I didn't even get to wear Toothless until I got to the convention, so I was really happy that everything looked good all together. But you should really, if you have the time, you should really do um, like a test run so you know how mobility is in the costume. So like things don't break when you move or, you know, things are strong. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's not always the case for me, but luckily it worked out. Yeah, like Riku, Kingdom Hearts 3 Riku at PAX East would have been his test run, but like, I don't think there's much I have to worry about. Like, the only, the only oopsie I did was um, overestimating the size. So I went with a medium, thinking oh. it'd be fine. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was worried a small would be too tight. Oh, I was wrong. 
<laughs> like I'm worried I won't look as good, but people are telling me I'll look fine because it, it looks a little bit big on me. And like there are two parts to the outfit where I don't think I can actually wear because they're so giant. Oh no. Like his like his wrist cuffs. Like oh. little his arm guards that come off of his gloves. Like I can't wear them. You might be able to like like I don't know. Do you sew at all? I mean, I have a sewing machine, but I mean, very, very little. Because you might be able to, like, even at the very least, you could get, like, a button and, like, just take a, a sewing needle and, like, stitch the button on one side and, like, cut a slit in the other side so you can, like, button it and, like, shorten it up or maybe attach some, like, hot glue, some elastic to the edges and adjust it. Yeah, I could I could try to finagle with it, maybe like hot glue, <laughs> hot glue the wrist guards, hot glue the wrist guards to the uh, gloves because the way they go on is like they're Velcro. Okay. So, I mean, I have time if he's gonna be a, if he's gonna be a New York debut, I have time. So. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And the keyblade is ginormous. Like, oh my god. <laughs> um, let's see here. Any um other outfit that you saw that you wanted to talk about, uh, or like you you uh you fangirled over <laughs> at the con? <laughs> um, let me think. The Good. whole um Overwatch group was really cool that like um glade z kai and like justin agree and becca noel or noel i don't know how people pronounce their names i probably butchered half of their names but um they they all looked really cool i loved her interpretation and initially i feel like there was a photo posted and i was like oh i was like i don't know i was a little like underwhelmed because I was, like, super excited for the group. But then, like, a few more shots came out. And I think it was just the lighting. Because if you, I don't know, lighting and, like, angle and stuff can really make a difference. Yeah, that's true. Like, when it really had, like, good detail of, like, their, um, their like, seams and all their, like, I don't know. It was a lot of sewing for most of those girls. And to me, as personally, and I think to a lot of armor cosplayers, sewing is a lot more of a of a job than armor. So I was really impressed with uh, getting to see something that was a little more uh, tailored instead of bonesmithed or <laughs> warbler. Yeah, cool. no. Yeah, I feel like armor... It can, like, at first glance, it can look, like, complicated, like, depending on, like, the design. Um, like, um, your Chandra's, um, armor probably has some complicated, like, design and etching, but it's not that hard in terms of construction. Like, you just pattern it out, um, you paint it, you sandwich stuff together, you prime it, more paint. It's just got a learning curve. You have to just do it. Like, once you start doing it, because I think, like, my first armor with foam was my uh, Shadow of the Colossus armor, I believe. 
and there's little things here and there like it wasn't a bad armor by any means I was pretty happy with it but there were little things that I learned and I learned new things each time I do it and you just gotta like you got a heat seal with a heat gun and you got a heat form and like making the pattern I think is probably one of the hardest things but once you get into it it's it's not that bad the hardest thing is adding in all the little details I think that's what's most impressive with armor is like all the really little details and stuff. yeah and the paint painting's huge you can have a beautiful armor but if you don't know how to paint and do highlights and shadows like highlights and shadows make a world of a difference in a costume. Yeah, yeah, painting takes it to the next level. Yeah, painting is always my favorite part when I'm doing armor work. Me too. Yeah. You just see it all coming together. And then you get all excited and even more motivated to finish it off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how my that's how the process was for my um my keyblade that I made when I did um. Kingdom Hearts Riku from the 3DS game, but then I did his Keyblade from the second game. Um, that whole process was a lot of fun. Once I got it all carved out, and I was seeing it coming together, I was like, oh my god, oh my god. Yes. What did you end up making it out of? Wood. <laughs> no way. Was it heavy? It It's heavy. So it, <laughs> This was when I was still in co- Yeah, this was when I was still in college. Like, here, you could probably... Wait. Yeah. Oh, you, yeah, you, yeah, you folks can't see it, but we're doing this video chat. But you're not gonna see any of this. But um, yeah. Um, when I was in college, um, the school that I went to had a nearby like art studio or something like that. But it had like a laser woodcutter. That's so cool. I bought um two plies of wood. And uh, the guy, the, the guys at Home Depot were really helpful when I told them what I was making. Like, oh my god, really? Like, yeah, let's help you out. <laughs> yeah, they're always like, what? And they get, they're like, it's cool if they know. Yeah. So then, like, I drove up to school that same day and um, met with a professor, and yeah, we did um, two cuts of the blade just in case one of them got screwed up, but um. Yeah, it came out good, and then I had to learn working with a Dremel to carve it out. Yeah. And and then all the paint. This was, like, throughout a whole summer I did this, like, waking up early in the morning, probably pissing off my brother, who was <laughs> still, still sleeping. Yeah, the um, Dremel at, like, 9, 10 in the morning. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it was a lot of fun. Um, I think I only got to bring it once or twice just because now i guess conventions are a lot more stricter with the type of material your props can be made out of so i don't know if i can ever bring that keyblade again for riku but i mean i've also got the kingdom hearts 3 one over here Mm -hmm. and that was made out of pvc i bought that yeah from a vendor on ebay and then my friend for my birthday last month got me a foam of the regular normal kingdom key that they found at gamestop so like worst case i can always bring that one too that's cool yeah um yeah i saw the mythic overwatch group that was really fun 
I got stuff planned for them in terms of writing about it. Um, what else did I see? Uh, I saw um, in a video, I didn't see it in person, but there was like an Ava from like Evangelion or Evangelion. I probably okay. can't it right, but um, it was Shinji's Ava and it was so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, Jenna wore Asuka for one of the days. Um, one of my friends, uh, Azura Cosplay, she made a gorgeously detailed, um, Zelda outfit with armor. Oh, I think I did see her. Yeah? When I was heading out going to the Ebon Blade meetup, I think I saw her out there doing photos and stuff. Yeah. Good. Yeah, and then, um... Uh, JC Cosplay was part of an evolution group with really extravagant um, evolution designs that she and another cosplayer came up with. Um, was it Monster Hunter inspired or no? No, these were like ball gown dresses or stuff like that. Um, oh, okay. And she was she was Jolteon because that's her evolution that she always seems to do. <laughs> Aww. Um, let me see. I'm gonna take a little quick like who who else do I have lined up? Um uh Booba Fett Vault Girl, I wanna write about that. Um Yeah, it looks so good. I yeah. love the vault dollar. <laughs> uh oh uh Falafel cosplay with her Meta Knight, her like armored, beefed up Meta Knight. I was going nuts over that. She did a Meta Knight. I need to see this. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, look up. Yeah, you just look up her name when you're done with this, and like you'll see it. It's like you'll love it. Like I think I can look it up while we're talking. Okay. What, I mean, what I'm, I'm pretty much doing the same thing right now. Like I'm looking at a photo, like. I'm, like, anxiously waiting for more shots to come out, but, like, she went all out. Oh, my gosh. It makes my Mennonite look like a piece of crap. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't think of ever, like, um, interpreting it like this. Um, there was uh, Mina Starks with her Starfire that I wanted to write about. Um, oh, wait. Did you say it was Falafel Cosplays? Falafel, P-H-A-L-A-F-E-L. Yes. Oh, my God. I just found it. That looks awesome. Yeah. I like her interpretation of the helmet, too. Yeah, like it's, it's a legit, like, night helmet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really love the shoulder pauldrons how they look this is what i'm talking about okay in the community i really hope that people don't dis get discouraged when somebody else cosplays your character like if they have like more followers than you or even if they just did it really well and you don't think that you can like you can always make it your own because looking at like her her meta knight in comparison to my meta knight hers is very much like knight like it looks very realistic and like she looks like a knight mine is a little more cartoony which is fine and everybody has different interpretations like, 
my friend Mirami cosplay. It was her idea to do the um, dragons from How to Train Your Dragon. And she initially was a little discouraged when she saw Jessica Negri do Light Fury because she really wanted to do Light Fury. And I'm like, no, you're going to do it totally different. You're going to have a different design like a, you, and you make it your own. And ours look nothing like any of the other people that have done it. Like, you just put your own yeah. into it. Yeah, exactly. Like, comparing to my Meta Knight, like, it was, I think it was early on in my cosplay convention-going career, so it was, it was basically on a budget, like, very, um, like, a skin-tight t-shirt for the main body part, um, I made a small little mask for his, uh, helmet, and then, like, I made his sword, which was really awesome, and then the cape was, a really interesting adventure all on its own and hot gluing the yellow trim around the edges <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah like a anyone can cosplay the same character because they all they either want to stay true to it or they can put their own spin on it like yeah another good comparison I was thinking is what really made me realize this was I wanted to do Alduin from Skyrim. And I saw that, uh, like, it, it was almost exactly around the time that I saw Ojem Elise do her Alduin. She had Zach Fisher do a design for her. And it was oh, yeah. Beautiful. And I got so discouraged. I was like, oh, she already did it. I can't do it. Right. I went to Anime Expo later that year and I saw Astro Sign. She did an incredible Alduin, and it was totally different because Zach Fisher has a a specific kind of does like her style, I guess, and it was like very World of Warcrafty specific and... slash sadistic style. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and Astro Signs was like, how do you say that? Gajinka, Gajinka, or whatever. It was more a Gajinka, like a Gajinka. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, she had the head of the dragon. She had, like, a helmet, but it looked like a dragon's face and, like, head. And, like, she had the wings. And it was really cool. I was like, oh. I was like, I should have just done it anyways. But now I have a new dragon in in mind. I've had it in mind for, like, months. Like, I'm dying to do this cosplay. But I can't tell you. Or I'll have to kill you. I, would, I was going to ask, but okay. <laughs> No exclusives here, folks. Sorry. I'll tell you later. You'll tell me in private. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll let you in on my secret. It's like my baby costume. Your baby costume. Um. Yeah. Any uh, anything else about the con? Um. I was kind of surprised. So my like, you know, little, I say like I have a main quest, main quest cosplays, and then I have side quest cosplays. So like <laughs> my main quest cosplays are obviously armors and big fun stuff that I do. And then side quests are just fun, fun, easy characters I can do on like a Sunday or a Thursday or whatever. Yeah. So I... I put my Star-Lord together, like, so, so, so last minute. Like, all the detail work, which I ended up being kind of happy with, was done, like, 
right like the day before I left like the weathering of the jacket oh my god the the painting of the guns I literally was like painting those guns 10 minutes before we left (laughs) oh man (laughs) but it turned out really cute and I was so surprised I was I was excited but also a little disappointed because I made it in the Kotaku article which is super exciting but oh yeah yeah it was my Star Lord cosplay and not my Toothless. But I was like, oh well. I, I did like my Star Lord. It turned out pretty cute. <laughs> <laughs> it's still uh, details. Yeah. <clears throat> hmm. But I think that's about it from the weekend. Other than getting to see all my friends. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, we did, we did talk about, I guess, some aspects of how you made your toothless, so. Yeah, something new that I kind of learned that you can, you can do it for, I actually kind of used this method for my, um, dry bone skull, too. So when you're, like, patterning, because somebody was like, what are your horns made out of? Is it pink foam? And I was like, no, I was like, it's just EVA foam. So they're they're hollow and they were super light. Um, Basically what we did was I took like old trash bags and newspaper and I like, I shaped it into the horn and then cover it in duct tape or masking tape. And you just kind of like keep adding and like shaping to get the horn that you want. Right. Once you have that horn, like the shape, the general shape that you like, you do it the same way you would make a breastplate or, you know, a hip piece or a shoulder piece and you wrap it in saran wrap and, and then tape over that. And then you cut the pattern off. Okay. So as long as it's not a very specific shape, because obviously the horns were a little softer, it had like round edges and my um, dry bone skull was pretty much the same way. It was just pretty rounded. You can, you can make patterns that way. You just take like old bags or like newspaper laying around and like shape it until it's what you want. Right. Right. That was a new technique that I did. Well, I guess not, because I did do it on my dry bones, but it was a revisited technique, I suppose. Yeah. That's cool. Hmm. Well, if you got nothing else, um, does seem like a good time to wrap it up then. Um, yeah, so... Thank you so much, Stephanie, for uh, allowing me to do this with you and talking about Kastukan. Uh I hope you had fun, and I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Absolutely, I it's I'm just excited to be on your your podcast. <laughs> Thinking of me and reaching out. I'm sorry that I my schedule is all over the place, but I'm glad we got to do it before the end of the month. Yeah, no, that's fine. No, this is good. I'm I'm glad you wanted to do it with me. Um, so quick heads up. Uh, next month, um, my guests will be uh Leah Stevo and Oh My Sophie, and both of them I believe are going to different conventions throughout March. 
I don't know what they are at the top of my head, but they're they're both going to be two different conventions. So look forward to that in March. And then in April, might as well tease it for now. Um, I'll probably have one episode with someone to uh, talk about PAX East from the end of March. But uh, I also got um, Holly Wolf to come on the show at some point in April. So I got to think of a topic for her and I to talk about. So that should be fun. Um, Steph, if people want to follow you, where do they go? I have um, Twitch, Instagram, Patreon, Facebook. Uh, I have a Twitter, but I don't particularly use it. (laughs) So all of my handles are the same. It's uh, Sutafani Ruzu. S-U-T-E-F-A-N-I-I-R-O-O-Z-U. And if you like my work and want to support me, I do a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff on my Patreon, like my vlogs and my work-in-progress photos and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, yeah, go check it out. Like, I, I'll, I, um, I see some of the posts she talks about her Patreon, like the kind of content she puts out and the physical rewards she sends out. They're really good guys. So look into that if that's your thing. <laughs> if that's your thing, cool. If not, I'll see you over on Instagram. <laughs> yeah. For however long that'll last because, oh, it's a mess. <laughs> With the algorithms and stuff. And all the targeted harassment that some of these girls are getting with getting their accounts taken down, yeah. Yeah, that's a shame, dude. Yeah. And then for me, um, I have a Twitter and a blo- an Instagram account for the Lightning Palace blog. And then you can also check out my Patreon also. Uh, it's free. All the posts are public. But if you pledge, if you want to... Uh, I'll send you stickers. <laughs> yes. And you can become immortalized in my blog. So if that's interesting, go for it. If not, no worries. I mean, it'll it'll all be free. So